Welcome to episode 57 of the Valley Sports Talk podcast brought to you by Big Shiny Windows, the Valley's clear choice for professional window cleaning, providing residential and commercial window cleaning along with siding and eavesdrop cleaning since 2004. Check out the link below for more information on their services. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to episode 57. Um, today's episode we are going to be talking some nfl we have our a uh, couple of top 10 rankings coming in uh we have, we're going to go through some top 10 wide receivers running backs tight ends and quarterbacks as week one of the preseason starts on friday so uh, a lot of nfl is going to start to come back on the channel which we are excited about because it's the only sport other than baseball that is going on right now before we get into it jump over to my co-host brandon how are you today I am great. I just finished round of golf, hence my my nice shirt. Um, I like to say I, I look great for the podcast, but I had to make it even better. Um, played from the frontiers, so I played amazing. Uh, played best ball with two little cousins, so it was lots of fun. Um, other than that, I mean, I the football season is fast approaching, and I, I cannot wait. I mean, we're just kind of talking about it until it comes. For sure. Um, so I think we'll jump right into some rankings. Um, I don't know what position you want to do first. Whatever makes you happy. Let's start quarterbacks. I feel like quarterbacks are the most important position in the football field. So start there. We'll go 10 to 1. Uh, I'll, you give me 10, I'll, and then I'll do my 10. We'll go like that. Uh, and we'll, we'll go from there. Okay. Um, my number. 10 is uh, Dak Prescott um, of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Dallas is going to be, once again, a um, pretty good team. Obviously, um, they get a little bit love, more love than, the, than most of us want, but um, nobody can deny that offense, even losing um, some key pieces there. They still got a pretty good offense, CD Lamb. Uh, I think uh, Zeke's going to have a better season. Um, and Dak's never had a problem getting it done. I can't see why he wouldn't be in my top 10 once again this year. Um, my number 10 is the uh, recent... Um, I can't think. You do a great job. Um, Trade? Why can't I think? Mining? What? Trade or sign? No, the recent Super Super Bowl. That's what it's called. The recent Super Bowl champion, uh, Matt Stafford. Oh. Um, Matt Stafford has been underrated his whole career, and then he finally got to a, a good team that he's able to show out. Um, I think his whole career he's sort of been around this fifteen to ten range, but the fact that he won the Super Bowl last year sort of makes me want to boost him up higher. But it's hard to to put him above the guys that I have listed ahead just because I feel like they are better talents. So that's why I might have Stafford a bit low uh, at 10. Fair enough. Um, at nine, I have said Matthew Stafford. <laughs> Out of the same reasons, um, him being in the NFC North for so many years, I've kind of um, seen what he can do. But obviously, like Noah said on the lines, it gets... Uh, it gets a little pushed under the rug because not too many people are watching a team like that. But he's he's never been the cause of Detroit sucking 
like I said, as soon as he goes to a good team, he's uh, he he can show what he can do. Yep. It seems like you're going to be uh, challenged by your internet today. It's worse than usual. You sound like a robot in most of your talks. Most of your words sound robotic. So we'll see That's how that not goes. Um, my number nine is your number 10, Dak Prescott. I'm not a big Dak Prescott fan. I think he's a bit overrated. But he does put up stats. He throws the ball far. Um, and he, his team wins games. You know, they made the playoffs last year. So his team wins some games. So Dak uh, Prescott at nine. Dak Prescott at nine, okay. Um, at eight, I actually have um, Kyler Murray. Um, obviously, he had a really electric first half of the season. How do I sound, by the way? Is it a little better? It's better now. Okay, I closed some some websites. Um, I was searching up NFL player stats, and so we shut that down. Um, Kyler obviously had a really good first half of the season, kind of slugged out and drop at the last half but you know he's still young he's got a full pack he's got a good arm he uses his legs uh i think just the more your experience uh i think they'll be he might be able to do it for a full season and if he can um we'll definitely be talking higher than eight next year um my number eight is the recent traded player uh russell wilson um coming into last year i probably would have had him closer to five um, but the fact that he was injured for most of the last season is the reason why he's up and a couple guys leapfrogged him having great season. But he's a great quarterback, and I'm very excited to see what he has to show in Denver as we know that he is an elite Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, and that team is ready to compete even though they are in a loaded division. Um, adding a player like Russell Wilson means that they want to compete. So it should be interesting to see Russell Wilson in Denver. But on my list, he comes in at number eight. Uh, my number seven is actually Aaron Rodgers. Um, back-to-back MVP, I would love to have him higher. Um, the only reason I don't is not because of him, but because of the players around him. Uh, this could be one of the strangest offenses where you see a running back possibly lead this team in receptions. You never know. They could be running a dual running back set where Aaron Jones is the pack catcher, the pack catcher, the prime catcher, uh, where AJ Dillon is, where AJ Dillon's the runner, um, but I could see many plays where they're both on the field, um, and yeah, like their best wide receiver is uh, like you could say Sammy Watkins, Al Lazard. It's not, it doesn't sound very good. So he's this low because of the play around him, not the player himself. Um, my number seven is going to be Lamar Jackson. Um, he could also vault up on this list uh, after this season, but going into the season, I have uh, I have six guys ahead of him. Um, Lamar has sort of got I wouldn't say he got figured out, but after we saw that his MVP season, you know what he did last year was sort of like normal, and the fact that he didn't lead his team to the playoffs uh, when having a good roster doesn't really make me want to put him as high on this list as I feel like he he could be. Um, so for that reason, he comes in as my number seven. Uh, at my number six, I have um, just previously mentioned Russell Wilson. Um, I think he could boost up this list by uh, a couple weeks into the season. But right now, like Noah said, um, most of the season he was hurt. And then he came back. I think he came back a little too early. He didn't look good when he came back. 
Um, but a full off season and a new offense with some very electric weapons, I think he will jump up this list. Uh, my number six is Joe Burrow. Um, another young guy who sort of had his, his breakout year last year, even though it wasn't really a breakout year because he went number one, so he was supposed to be good. Um, the one thing uh, I like about Burrow is that they finally built an O-line around him. You know, that's the whole reason that he tore his ACL and MCL in his rookie year because they don't have a line. That was one of the reasons that they didn't lose, that they didn't win the Super Bowl is because you have Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller coming at you. You need a good O-line to be able to block those guys. And they finally did that. Um, they got great weapons around him. So I don't see why Burrow doesn't keep getting better with young players like Jamar Chase um, and T. Higgins around him. So, um, But I still think that there are five guys uh, better than him. So Joe, Joe Burrow comes in in six. Uh, my number five is Lamar Jackson, um, the guy I picked to be the MVP of the season. Um, so personally, I hey, think he's didn't you pick Josh team. Allen? No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I picked Lamar. No, you had Josh Allen at one, Lamar at two. For MVP, I think I had Josh Allen the best quarterback, but I think. Okay, no, well, you, have, you, had, you have Josh Allen on our Instagram. You, you gave me Josh Allen at one. Well, I, okay, well, I'm going back on it. I think Lamar's winning MVP this year. Um, uh, okay, now I lost my train of thought. Um, He's he's just he's a better Kyler Murray basically. He can do it all. He can run. He basically rushes for 100 yards a game, which is unheard of as a quarterback. Uh, he's got an underrated arm, I think. Just never really had the piece around him. Um, but I think Mark Andrews is going to have another beastly season, as we'll discuss later. Um, he's got a couple good pieces around him at the wide receiver, and um, I think Jake Dobbins once he comes back, I think he can. He's better pass catcher than people give him credit for. So. I think Lamar's going to have a big year this year. My number five is my MVP favorite, Justin Herbert. Um, he's actually probably one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league, not just because I have him fantasy, not just because I want to win MVP. I just, I've always sort of liked him. Uh, even watching him in college, I liked him. Um, I think he, like I just said, he's going to, he's my MVP pick for this year. I think he's going to have a monster year. Uh, that team just seems like they're just, keep getting better you know they were finally had a winning record last year i think they're just going to keep getting better on that they brought back mike williams they also have keenan allen they have an older jared cook and austin eckler is a great two-way back he catches the ball and he runs hard um they also have a great defense um we're not talking about defense right now but i just think that uh if you want to rank quarterbacks you got to rank winning as well which is why some guys are lower for winning um but i think justin herbert is going to have a massive season uh, yeah, my number four is Joe Burrow. Um, pretty similar list. I mean, it's hard to mess up the top ten. Um, Joe Burrow had an electric season last year. Uh, he's got the exact same weapons and a better line, like Noah said. So he's just going to get better. So I'm mean, looking at this team heading into this season. you got to be excited. Um, yeah, I think Jamar Chase is going to have another good year. Um, I think T. Higgins is going to have a really good year this year. And, uh, I mean, whatever you saw last year, I think it's just going to be better this year. So, Joey Burr. My number four might be a hot take, but I have Josh Allen at number four. Oh! Um, I don't think That's it's because he's bad. I just think that going into the season, I still think these the three players i have ahead are more talented than him 
He's got a massive arm and can run, but I don't like the fact that he doesn't slide. He tries to take hits. He's going to eventually get popped and get hurt one time. Um, and that's not what you want if you are a Bills fan. So, Evan, I'd cover your ears. But Josh Allen will probably get injury soon. Maybe not. Maybe he's being told to slide. Um, he's an unbelievable talent, and he probably will take over uh, a number two spot in my books after the next two guys I list as they're getting older. Um, but as of right now, I have him at number four. Uh, my number three and someone who I think by halfway through the season will have moved down my list is uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, obviously, you had Kelsey and Hill. You lose Hill. Uh, you had some pieces like Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, and Juju and, and pieces like that. But, uh, I mean, now I feel like Kelsey is going to get double-teamed, triple-teamed. It might be harder to find him. And if you can't can't rely on Kelsey, then you used to go to Hill. Now you don't have Hill. I don't know who he's going to rely on if if, if Kelsey's getting these double-triple-teams. Uh, obviously, Kelsey's still going to be really good. But um, you need more than just one piece. And he's still going to be in a top ten. Don't don't let me say that, but I think he might drop from from people's top three after this year. My number three is the ageless wonder, Tom Brady. Um, I don't even have Tommy. Really, that's no. disrespect. It is. Um, people keep saying that he's going to fall off. We have yet to see that. So um, until he does, or until he retires, I feel like I have to have him up here because he. He was had he had an MVP season last year. He just Aaron Rodgers was just that much better, you know. Um, so for that, they just wondered Tom Brady is still in my top three at number three. I'm just scared for Tom because they've got two O line injuries in this in the preseason or whatever training camps. Um, Godwin, it sounds like he's going to come back, but it doesn't sound like he's going to come back for the first couple of weeks. I know Evans just got a hamstring injury, so you don't know what's going to happen there. Russell Gage got injured today. At, Russell at, Gage just got um, injured. And I think with Russell Gage, another lineman got hurt? Or it was what? their center, but their center was already hurt, so now they're on their third-string center. That's what I mean. They've lost like three offensive line players, and, I mean, Tom Brady can't be getting hit at the age he is. So <laughs> I'm just a little nervous there. Um but at number two, I have uh, Noah's MVP, Justin Herbert. He had an amazing season last year. Uh, I think this team's only going to be better this year. Um, an extra year with all the same pieces. You still got Mike Williams. You still got Keenan Allen. You still got uh, Austin Eckler. Uh, that chemistry is just growing. I just listened to a podcast where they interviewed Austin Eckler. Obviously, he's going to be a little biased, but... Um, it sounds very positive over there, and they're they're definitely uh, have Super Bowl thoughts in their minds. So, I think Justin Herbert's going to be really fun to watch this year. My number two is a guy that I thought you would have way higher, but you didn't. Is the back-to-back MVP Aaron Rodgers? Um, I think no offense, but I think the fact that you put him at number seven just because he doesn't have weapons around him anymore is kind of doesn't really make sense in my brain. Like just because he doesn't have weapons around him, I don't think makes him a bad quarterback um i don't we'll either but if we're talking about like him going into next season i don't think stats i think his stats are going to be worse than everybody yeah else but that's, that's that would be that would be like after season like going into this season and coming off an mvp he, he's still a top quarterback in my eyes for sure going into this season i'm not i'm not excited though 
<laughs> um, who knows? Maybe he'll make Alan Lazard look like the new Devontae Adams. Um, I wouldn't be maybe Sammy. Maybe Sammy Watkins finally has a, his breakout year <laughs> after going in the top five a couple of years ago. Um, but there's lots of question marks, definitely. There's definitely lots of question marks surrounding this Packers offense and what is going to happen there. Sammy Watkins has to get a thousand yards because in our first, like, in one of the first episodes of this podcast's history, I said Sammy Watkins was going to have another a thousand yard season. So I think it was literally the first episode. I think it was too. And I, I also nicknamed him a thousand yards in our dynasty league. So he needs yeah, this. This will, be, this will be the year. Uh, number one, I, I guess you have Patty at number one. I have uh, Josh Allen at number one. Um, very good season last year, and just looking forward to this season. Um, they did lose a couple pieces, but um, like Noah said, he doesn't slide. But I mean, if he doesn't slide, if I'm looking going into this season, he's healthy, and if he doesn't slide, that gives him more chance at more yards because he's not sliding, gives him more chance at touchdowns. So going into the season, knowing that he's healthy and doesn't slide is a good thing. Um, I mean, if you're if you're like a fan, it's probably not because he could get hurt. But if I'm ranking him, the fact that he doesn't slide is actually kind of a good thing. Um, he's got a cannon of an arm. Sometimes it's misleading. Sometimes he's not very accurate with it. But I think him and Stefan Diggs are going to have a massive year. Um, yeah, my number one is the uh, talent. Uh, I based mine off actual talent, like going like what they did last year and talent wise. Um, I still think Mahomes is the best quarterback talent-wise and ability-wise. I mean, we're, we're seeing him in training camp. He's practicing behind the back throws, and I would not be shocked <laughs> whatsoever if he pulls it off in, in the game. Um, and he I also, you said that, you said that he definitely, he's definitely going to try it in a game. I would not be mistaken. Oh, um, the O-line's good. Uh, they did get rid of um, Tyreek, but they brought in a uh, Walmart version of an version of him in uh valdez scantling uh if he can actually catch the ball um he can definitely create his own space um so they should have no issues and i i'm, I'm thinking juju's gonna have a big season this year um he's probably the number two option behind kelsey and when you have a guy like Mahomes feeding you um i would not be surprised to see juju have a breakout season in kc and that's great for my fantasy team because he's gonna be in my starting lineup every week <laughs> fair enough <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we basically we had the exact same people, top ten. We had the exact same ten. Just no, I didn't have a Tom. You didn't have Dak. Right, right. Who'd you have instead of him? You I had Dak. Dak. You had Dak. Yeah, I did. Oh, I had I had Dak and nine. I had, I had Kyler. Yeah, I mean, so you just you had you had Kyler instead of Tom. That's freaking fucked. That's Oh, you know what? I think I think the uh, he got Kyler got a lot of uh, contract. I think it's gonna fire him up. Got a lot of hate saying. Let's, uh, let's move into some. Let's, let's move into tight ends here. Tight ends, okay. At ten, I have. Did I lose Brandon? Did you lose me? What? You can't hear me. Oh, Brent, what is going on? What is going on? That was so strange. I could hear you the entire time. 
Yeah, it just it literally just said that my Wi-Fi shut out, and then it kicked you out. No, I I left because. Oh, I was and now it's saying, me. now it's saying for me that you're, you're uh. You're, oh, there you're back. Okay, we're good. Did we're we going into tight ends. What? Did we lose any of the recording? No, it's still recording. Oh, we're still recording. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, well, as I was saying before I got interrupted. Um, my first amazing number 10 tight end is Tyler Higby um, <laughs> of the LA Rams. Um, I mean, we both had Stafford in our top 10, and I know they got good wide receivers there, obviously Cooper Cup and, and, uh, and Jefferson and uh, Allen Robinson. They got Allen so, Robinson there now too, bud. Just said Allen Robinson. Oh, and Cooper Cup. Jeez, chill out. Um, I think Allen Robinson's going to have a big year, actually. Um, but, I mean, Q- QBs love to throw to their tight ends, and um, Tyler Higby's always been pretty consistent. Never really amazing, but he's always he's always decent. So, just cracks the top 10. My number 10 is Miami Dolphins tight end, um, Mike Jasicki. I know Brandon is not a fan of him, but... Um, he's my number 11. I, I put this. Okay, so away. my number eleven was Higby. Um, That's the reason funny. I picked the reason I picked Jasicki over Higby is because last year Jasicki had a healthier season than Higby. Higby was out for a, a chunk of the season, um, and Jasicki was healthy the whole season, which was basically the deciding factor. And I actually do like Jasicki a lot. Um, it's just the fact that Tua is very inconsistent. But whenever Jasicki does get the ball, he usually uh, is very good run after catch. And um, whenever Tua does throw it. To him, uh, if it's anywhere near him, usually he'll he'll uh, haul it in. So, Jasicki just cutting it at ten. My number nine is Dawson Knox. Um, every week he seemed to be a little more involved in this offense, and by the end of the year, um, he was collecting touchdowns. It seemed like almost every game, uh, him and Josh Allen found a really nice connection. By the end of the season, he's tall, big. Uh, can definitely hold his own in the end zone. Really good end zone threat. Um, so I think if him and Allen can kind of keep that chemistry, they go up by the final five, six weeks of the season. I think he's in for a big year. Um, my number nine is Hunter Henry of the Patriots. He's just sort of a been an under the radar guy. You know, he's not flashy, but he's just one of those guys that just gets it done. You know, he catches the ball. He's a big target. Uh, Mac Jones did like to throw to him a lot last year because his wide receivers were inconsistent. Um, don't know why LA got rid of him. Maybe just because they couldn't pay him. I think if he was there with Herbert right now, he would be a lot higher on this list. Probably maybe even top six. Um, just because he is talented. Um, just have to make sure he gets the ball in his hands. So Hunter Henry at nine. You know what's funny? My number eight guy. I'm literally thinking. I don't have the same guy. Word for word, what you said, you could say with this guy. Big, QB trusts him. Wide receivers can be kind of shaky, not flashy, but always gets the job done. Schultz for Dallas. (laughs) Well, (laughs) he is also my number eight, so take it away. (laughs) But literally everything you said for Hunter Henry, you can say for for Schultz. Yeah. You can say that for a lot of tight ends. Yeah, really. Other than like the top four or five. You're not wrong, but yeah. So it's Schultz at uh, at number eight for me. Yeah, you have my, my well. too. 
I actually think Schultz is underrated. Like, I do too, but but you said the same thing about Henry, a little bit underrated. Yeah, everything like, you said is always because because in Dallas they got Zeke, they got CD, they got um, yeah. they, they got Gallup, they got no, not Coops in, in Cleveland. I said now. they had Coop. Oh, had sorry. Yeah. Um, they have uh, who's their backup? Tony Pollard. You know, Dalton Schultz is not a is not a. I wouldn't say he's a household name whenever you whenever you talk about Dallas. You know, he's. He's just sort of an under the radar guy, and Dak loved to throw to him. So uh, I feel like I feel like Dalton Schultz could be higher. Like he he might even should Probably. be higher. Probably he should be higher. Like I don't um, watch a whole lot of of Dallas games, but when I do, Dak loves him. Yeah, like he's yeah. their safety blanket on third downs or whatever. Yes, yeah, him or I feel like Tony Pollard gets used a lot on third downs. Yeah, if Zeke wasn't on this team, Pollard would be. Probably sudden, like he might be in our top ten conversation. Possibly, I think it's <laughs> the same up for Indy for Jonathan Taylor, like Naheem Hines. Probably, yeah. They just get hit, but I mean, it is what it is. That's the life we live. Uh, my number seven is Dallas Goddard. Um, I mean, like Noah said, you can basically say a lot of the same things about all these tight ends. He's yeah. I mean, he played on Philly, and Philly's never... I mean, Philly hasn't been good the last couple of years. I feel like they're changing that around. But So he's not... Uh, he's a pretty well-known name, but everyone might not know him. But again, he's a big body. He's pretty quick. Um, another, I mean, as most tight ends are, good end zone targets. And I mean, I, I think he just might be a little low on this list just because um, um, Hertz doesn't like to throw too much, so... <laughs> um yeah you you did really well to talk about both our sevens because i also have dallas goddard at seven That's um, funny. The one thing i think that made him so like such a good player is that he he sat behind zach Ertz for a couple of years and zach Ertz was a very was a top five tight end back in his prime um he's mm-hmm. actually a guy i considered putting on my list in top, the top 10 but he didn't unfortunately cut um but like you said I, I feel like now that aj brown's there his value goes down a bit but he he's he's got some wheels for a tight end and like every tight end he's a big body that is always can you can always count on um so yeah Goddard seven my number six is uh some people might think this is a little low but he was he was injured for quite some time last year is uh uh Hawkinson of the okay Lions. you just keep talking you just keep talking hey well I, I've stolen your last two you can talk about Hawkinson uh yeah, he was injured. Um, he's obviously not in the greatest situation in Detroit. Um, if Jared Goff can find him and he can stay healthy, I think he's in for a big year. Uh, he was taken really high for a reason. Um, he has all the tools. He's he's got he's got some wicked hands uh, there, and I feel like if Jared Goff can stay consistent and he can stay healthy, he's in line for a big year. Um, possibly even a breakout year. And he's he's still young. He was drafted three years ago. He's still young. He got lots of time to, to grow this is where i think we're gonna have some some change i do at number five i have george kittle wow yeah i i don't like what i'm looking i don't like what i'm seeing when i when i look at the season ahead for george kittle obviously um biggest issue is quarterback um a rookie quarterback who is not known a for running Second year, sorry, Trey Lance, second year quarterback. Rookie starter. Um, Rookie starter. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know what I mean. Um, who is known for running, who's got the wheels, doesn't really throw a whole lot. Um, there's a lot of good wide receivers on this roster. You got Debo. I think Brandon Ayuk's going to have a bounce back season. Um, and then George Kittle. That's just a lot of players for a rookie starter who doesn't throw the ball a lot to have to feed. So I think George Kittle may have a little bit of a down year in his standards this year. Crazy you're having a five. I feel like going into last year, people had him over uh, at not uh, over a lot of these players at number one. Like There was so many people I saw that had him at number one last year. I know. I still um, think he's a one talent. I just don't, oh, like, easily, the easily. don't like the quarterback. Um, my number five is the guy behind me, right, right there. That's my um, number my four. So take it away. <laughs> my guy, Kyle Pitts. Um, he had the second most yards ever by a rookie tight end, only behind Mike Dicka, who is a Hall of Famer. Um, so right now, Kyle Pitts is on a Hall of Fame trajectory. The only thing that worries about me about him and about every single star receiver or tight end that goes to Atlanta, he only had one touchdown last year. Um, and being a guy that doesn't drop the ball. And they got targeted. You know, it's kind of the same as like Julio Jones. Julio Jones was not an end zone uh, threat. He was a, a big play threat, which not taking that away from Julio because he's still a Hall of Fame um, type, probably a top five wide receiver, arguably of all time, um, maybe top seven. You know, you can throw him around. But um, especially this year, having uh, Mariota instead of Matt Ryan, you know, Mariota is probably a, a bit of a step down from Matt Ryan um, and talent wise. Um, but he looks amazing in camp, which is very, uh, which opens a lot of eyes. Him and uh, Drake London both look very good. Um, people are saying that Kyle Pitts is the best player on Atlanta, and I wouldn't disagree with that. Um, I'm just scared about the touchdowns. If he all of a sudden comes out and puts up more than five this year, he might be top three by the end of the season. Um, but he's got the skills, and I don't see him not going up from here. Yeah, I have Pitts at four, and the only two things I want to add to what you just said is, um, unlike George Kittle, like you said, I, I do think Kyle Pitts is the best receiver on this team. Um, so even though he's got... Uh, uh, George Kittle? You mean Drake London? No, like I said, George Kittle, there's so many good wide receivers. That's why Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I, I do think uh, uh, Kyle Pitts is the best receiver on this team at this current point. Um, London could definitely take that spot, but for right now, it is Kyle Pitts. So even though he got a downshift in quarterback, I think um, quarterbacks do try and find the best receiver. Um, the only other thing about Kyle Pitts that kind of worries me is the only time Marcus Mariota got playing time last year was on the goal line. He likes to run it in a lot, which could take away, like Noah said, touchdowns from Kyle Pitts. But definitely a guy who's got top three tight end potential. My number four is a guy who was injured last year. Uh, it's Mr. Darren Waller of the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, he's a former wide receiver, so he he's he can wheel. He's probably the, he's pro next to Pitts. He's probably the quickest guy on this list. Um, he's basically a tall receiver, is what he is. I mean, tight ends are basically listed as a as a receiver because um, that's what they do. But a lot of them are known for blocking, where Waller's known for his speed and catching ability. You can stay healthy with Derek Carr there. Uh, and Devontae, this will be a this is a scary duo for defenses to go up against. Uh, and you got to throw Hunter Renfro in there because um, he is no slouch whatsoever. Um, if Darren Waller can stay healthy, he's a top four tight end. Yeah, for sure. I have uh, Waller at three, like you said. Um, the only reason 
he didn't crack uh, my top two is just because I am a little worried that, um, I mean, like Noah said, he got hurt. And once he got hurt, um, Derek Carr and Hunter Renfro really got a connection going. Uh, Hunter Renfro looked really good to end the season off. And then uh, also we know how much through social media, how much Derek likes Devontae Adams. Um, so that will definitely cut into his receptions as well. But a player like Waller will always get his, his reception. So it's not too much of a scare to move him down very far. My number three is George Kittle. Um, I still think he's a top three tight end. He's probably the best blocking tight end in the league. And put that with his route running and catching ability. He uh, is top three. Um, I think he's still going to be in this range come the end of the season. I think having Trey Lance, he's, he's obviously going to be a bit nervous. So I don't think he'll be going deep uh, very often, even though you do have guys like Ayuk and Debo who can wheel. I feel like a lot of it will be short, quick passes, which can benefit a tight end. Um, just the fact I think Trey Lance will be a bit uh, shaky. or not shaky, but nervous in his first couple starts. So this might benefit Pitts. Uh, not Pitts. Kittle might benefit Kittle um, in the fact that if you give Kittle the ball, he can make space. Um, Brandon, what the heck he's talking about? He's still top three. <laughs> um, the only reason I'm shaking my head as you were talking is because, I mean, we had the same top two. I would assume yeah, the same I, order. I think it's the same order. My number two is Mark Andrews. My number two also is Mark Andrews. Um, again, I don't know. I must have texted Noah Josh Allen by accident because um, I do think <laughs> Lamar Jackson is going to win the MVP. And if he's going to win MVP, Mark Andrews is going to have a math year. And if I'm not mistaken, Mark Andrews is Noah's fantasy tight end. Thank you, Max, <laughs> for that. Yeah. Thanks, Wayne, for Kyle Pitts. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, but yeah, so if Lamar is going to win MVP, I think uh, Mark Andrews is going to have a monster, monster season. And he showed it last year. He can definitely do it. I traded. Uh, I don't know what I was what I was doing trading away the two players I got, but I got Corey Davis, James Conner, Mark Andrews, and DeAndre Swift for Noah Fant, Miles Gaskin, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and Brian Edwards. And I then That's... traded away James Conner and DeAndre Swift. Yeah, they're both going to be good this year in fantasy. I oh, think Swift's going to be That makes me mad. Good. I don't know what I was thinking. Swift's going to be Yeah, you would have had a stacked roster if you just didn't do anything after that trade. I don't know how Max said oh. yes to that. I don't know why he did either, to be honest. You fleeced him. I fleeced him, and then I, I got rid of the two players I fleeced him with. I think James Conner and... Swift I didn't think James Conner was going to be the starter, though, at, at, come the end of the year. Yeah, true enough. Um, yeah. So, yeah, 2-1. Andrews, he's he's going to be a beast again. Um, other than him, there's not very many people other than Rashad Bateman. Um, the Ravens are very young in their wide receiver core, and Andrews is sort of the vet on staff. So I feel like Ty, um, he's going to get fed by Lamar. And then number one, Travis Kelsey. He's probably already cemented himself as a top five tight end uh, of all time. Um, maybe I'm jumping the gun. Maybe I'm not. But he just does everything right. He catches the ball. He blocks. And he, I don't know. There's there's not much to say about Kelsey. He's just, a, he's just the best tight end in the game. He's been the number one tight end in the last five years. And he lost the person that was taking uh, most of the catches away from him. <laughs> so. Okay, let's jump into the running backs, and we will end off the podcast with wide receivers. 
Yes, sir. Um, my number 10 is uh, Alvin Kamara. Uh, was hurt last year, uh, so was a little bit hurt, and also he's dealing with some legal issues, so don't even know if he's going to play yet this year, um, assuming he will. Um, but I have my 10 just for those reasons. I think he's still a really good um, running back. Obviously, I think him and Drew Brees had a really good uh, system going. I don't know if that will translate as well with um, whatever the Saints run at quarterback this year. Jameis. Yeah, but he's been dealing with some injuries um, in training camp. I think he'll be fine. You know, it's just training camp buzz, but you never know. Um, definitely should still be here, but there's some scare. My number 10 is your guy, Aaron Jones. Uh, the reason I have him at 10 is because I feel like A.J. Dillon is going to take a lot of touches from him this year. Um, I'm very high on A.J. Dillon. And I'm very low on Aaron Jones, but I still think, as of right now, going into the season, he has a top ten talent. He's probably just on the the fringe for me of barely getting over some other guys that I left off this list. But he is 100% still a top ten talent when he has the ball in his hand. Um, and he's, I feel like he'll get a lot more receiving touches now this year. Now we already talked about the receiving core for Green Bay. My nine is also a my guy, um, but it's Joe Mixon. Um, I had him in fantasy last year. I don't know if he doesn't like him. I don't know if he switched off that. After nah, the, I'm still not a fan of him. Still not a fan of him. Um, well, there, he doesn't really have a good backup. Um, they love running the ball. Like he, he's, he does not average a lot of yards per carry. He's near the bottom of that for starters. But they, they do not stop that they from him. touches. He runs the ball 20 times a game. He's also a good pass catcher. Um, and to mix that with this offense, um, he's going to put up another good season if he stays healthy. My number nine is my fantasy guy, uh, Najee. Um, I feel like he's just going to keep getting better. You know, he is a workhorse in that backfield. They gave him the ball 30 times a game, and he ran and he ran, and he didn't slow down. Now, there is some reports that his workload might be a bit a bit less, but I don't see it being less than 20 carries per game. Um, for a talent like him and where they took him, um, you'd be stupid not to feed him. Um, that being said, they also have some questions at quarterback. I think it'll be Trubisky, um, which might hurt the value of receivers for him. So they might, uh, of the Steelers wide receivers, so they might feed uh, Najee even more. Uh, he's young and he sh- did it, showed, a, showed a lot of good uh, promise last year. So I think he's going to keep getting better. Yeah, uh, at number eight, I have Aaron Jones, my guy. Um, I think, yes, like Noah said, he's going to lose a lot of rushing touches, but I think he's going to gain all of those back with receiving touches, um, like we said when we were talking about Aaron Rodgers earlier. Um, there's nobody there to catch the ball, and he is one of the best receiving backs in the game. Uh so and and he's like the only person that's other than like Alan Lazard, the only person that's been there for multiple years, and that Aaron trusts. So I feel like he is going to get a lot of looks. My number, what am I on? Eight. Uh, eight. Eight. My number eight is Alvin Kamara. I think he's a top five talent, but based on his uh, the legal status that he's in right now, I couldn't put him higher than this. 
Um, if he was coming into the season, I would probably have him around five or six, be thinking that, um, saying that he is uh, that good of a receiver, receiving back and running back. Um, but based on the fact that we don't know how many games he will play this year, I have to keep him around the eight range. Yeah, uh, at number seven, I know already talked to him, so I don't want to go too much into it. I have uh, uh, Harris. Uh, I mean, like Noah said, not many teams anymore like to run one singular running back. A lot of teams like to go two running backs. This is the one case where uh, Mike Tomlin always loves using one running back. So a running back that's going to get 20 touches a game and a couple uh, pass attempts you can't have him outside your top 10. He's going to have a monster season just because all these other guys, most of these other guys have somebody else working with them. My number seven, or yeah, number seven is a guy that you already uh, mentioned. That is Joe Mixon. I'm still not a fan of him fantasy wise, um, but I can't not, uh, not see what he did last year and where that he deserves to be uh, a top seven running back. Uh, at six, I have Dalvin Cook. Um, very consistent, always going to be up there. The only problem is, um, you know, with Dalvin Cook, he's going to miss three of the 17 games. Like He's he's never going to play a full season. He always gets an injury that's never very serious. A little, always makes a little injury. Yeah, he always has a little injury. He always misses like three games a year. He never, he never misses a full year. He never, he never plays a full year. You know, with Dalvin Cook, you're getting, he's not playing a full season. Um, but when he's playing, he's very good. Um, he can run. He's another guy who, when he's playing, he can get 20 rushing attempts a game. And he's also very receiving back. So, uh, and they love to use him around the goal line. So definitely, uh, he's still up there for me. My number six, uh, is Nick Chubb. Uh, he's probably a bit low, but the fact that he's in a, uh, probably two Pro Bowl running back system with Kareem uh, uh, Hunt takes his value down. Now that probably did, that didn't stop him last year. And Kareem Hunt has requested a trade. As of right now, the Browns don't look like they're going to trade him, or they told him that they won't be trading him. Um, but yeah, six for Nick Chubb. Speaking of Nick Chubb, I'm a five. Um, Noah said that was my one concern. Back and him and Kareem Hunt have been teammates for a couple of years now, and he's always still been. Uh, it's just having they they've seemed to be able to coincide very well. Um, they both still put up their numbers, uh, so I'm gonna stop letting that bother me, and just give Chubb the respect he deserves. <laughs> My number five is Dalvin Cook. Like you said, he he does have issues staying healthy, um, but after that, he he's a, he's probably a top three talent just the fact that he does have health issues keeps him out of there but when he gets the ball he runs probably harder than anybody else in this league not named Derrick Henry um and that is one guy I would not want to be in front of and he's and he can catch out of the backfield which doesn't help uh which helps so uh talent wise top three but he comes in at number five because he can't stay healthy uh my number four is Austin Eckler uh, he had like 20 touchdowns last year, something like that. Uh, quite a few of them were receiving. He's really good at catching. Um, Justin Herbert loves to target him in the end zone. Uh, he's a beast on the ground. Um, he's pretty small, but he's very shifty, very quick. 
uh, very good hands. He's just all around very good talent and going to have another monster year with this with this offense. So Austin Eckler, number four. Number four for me is Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I have him at four this because – Well, let me, let me explain. I have him at four because last year he couldn't stay healthy. The year before, he probably was my number one running back. Um, after this year, if he has the season you think he's going to have where you think he's going to be healthy, he'll probably be back in the top three. But as of right now, the three guys that I have ahead of him were healthy all year last year, and they were beasts. So I have to ha put them ahead of him um, going into the season. <sighs> yeah, I mean, he's my number three. So I was just <laughs> kidding with the disrespect. He, I, I have a bold, I mean, I don't, I said this a couple of podcasts ago. I think CMC is going to have a full season this year. Um, so I think by <laughs> as early as week one, he's going to change to our number one. Um, when this guy has played, he has been the most dominant running back you or I have seen in our time. Um, and I Not think that's Adrian Peterson in his prime. Yeah, true enough. But we were kind of, we were too young for that. Um, this guy will be number one by week three, by week four. <laughs> but unfortunately, we are ranking going into this season and the two seasons previous, he's been injured. So number three. Um, my number three is Austin Eckler. He's a do-it-all running back. And I think he was very disrespected on the Madden list. Um, so for that, I'm going to make up for this here. Uh, and show that he is not a top eight running back. He's a top three running back. He catches the ball, um, and he runs hard. Uh, I feel like I'm saying this about all these running backs. All these running backs run hard, and they run through people and don't stop. So Austin Eckler, top three. Well, that's why they're in the top ten, right? <laughs> Speaking of people that can run through people, at number two, I have Derrick Henry. Name a better running back at running through people. Um, if I had to stand in front of any of the people in the top 10 that I've named, Derrick Henry would be my least favorite choice to stand in front of. Um, this guy is a monster. I know he got hurt last year, but that's the first time he's got hurt in, well, like the first serious time he's got hurt in his career. So I'm not going to worry too much about it. Um, when this guy plays, he's dominant. Um, the, the Titans lost A.J. Brown, so he's probably going to get even more looks. And he doesn't really have a backup. So when he's on the field, he's dominant. Number two. My number two is Justin. Uh, not Justin. Jonathan Taylor. Um, he That's my probably, number one. I, I figured he was your number one because there's no way you're leaving him off your list. Yeah. Um, I think he will be the number one by the end of this year. Um, I just think Derrick Henry's a bit better than him last this year. Um, and that Tennessee offense has question marks around the wide receiver. Um, other than the rookie trail and Burks is Robert Woods going to be healthy. Um, but what can you do? You can always feed King Henry and he will run. Um, this is the one, like you just said, this is the one guy I wouldn't even question jumping in front of. There's no way you can have a touchdown. Go ahead. I'm not, I'm not dying. <laughs> yeah, it's all yours. <laughs> um, so I guess that leads us to wide receivers. Yes. Um, my number, I'll start it off. My number 10 is Jamar Chase. Um, Whoa. This one was a toss-up between him and McLaurin at my number 10, and I ended up going with Jamar Chase. He's only at 10 just because he's a rookie, and I want to make sure he can do that again. 
Um, but the fact that he was just a rookie, um, by the end of this season, I could see him jumping up this list uh, dramatically. Well, I already have him up this list dramatically, so we won't be talking about him for a bit. Um, at number 10, I have C.D. Lamb. Um, I think he is going to have a big year. Uh, he's oh, he's had big years in the past. He's a little inconsistent. I'd like him to figure the consistency out. If he can be consistent, he's going to be a very good wide receiver. Obviously, um, he's the best wide receiver on this group by far. Um, so, I mean, I think Dak's going to target him more than, than usual. And if that's the case, uh, he's definitely in for a top 10 season. My number nine is, uh, AJ Brown, um, big receiver, big bodied receiver, um, catches the ball and runs hard. I think he's going to have a good year this year. Um, it just depends if Jalen Hurts will be inconsistent, but I, I think Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill as of right now. Um, and AJ Brown is going at nine from being what he did the last two years. Um, so yeah, AJ Brown, number nine. At number 10, I went inconsistent. So at number nine, I'll go the opposite. I got number nine, Mr. Consistency. Uh, never misses time. Uh, always is good for her seven, six, seven, eight catches for like 100 yards. Um, he doesn't normally get the touchdowns. It seems like uh, it seems like Herbert kind of targets Eckler and uh, Willie, uh, Mike. What, what I'm mind blanking. Mike Williams. Um, seems like they're the two bigger targets than Keenan, but he'll get his six touchdowns every year. He's just very consistent. You know what you're going to get from him, and it's top ten talent in my eyes. Um, number who who is yours? I honestly missed that. Keenan Allen at eight, nine. Oh, okay. Keenan Allen's my eight. Um, you go. just said a lot about him. I feel like he's all like you just said. He's always been a consistent uh, wide receiver that's good for a thousand yards and eight touchdowns. So I don't really have to talk about him too much more. Um, I definitely think he's a top eight talent. Well, my number eight. I'm gonna stick with the consistency basis. I have Mike Evans. Um, he's good for a thousand and two yards every season. Basically, um, he gets just over that a thousand yards, so he can keep that a thousand yard streak going. Um. Very, very good on the touchdowns. Like Tom Brady loves to target in the end zone. Um, so, I mean, if all goes well, he's going to have a monster season, 1,000 yards, maybe multi-digit home uh, home runs, <laughs> touchdowns. So, uh, Mike Evans. Mike Evans is my seven. Um, Jesus. I feel, like just, I feel like I just keep piggybacking off you. You're um, one up on me, though. You have the did you say that he's he, he had, he had he's had every single year he's been in the league, he's had a thousand yard season? Yeah, I said he's he always gets a thousand yeah. two yards. Yep, <laughs> always. Always a thousand yard season. He's the he is the definition of a consistent a thousand yard receiver. Um he is always deals with some sort of injury, but he always seems to play through it. Um so he, he he's always out in the field. Um catching balls and when you're catching them from Tom Brady, uh it's not it's kinda hard not to have over a thousand yards. Not wrong there. Um my number seven is uh Dio Samuel. Um had a massive season last year, um obviously uh, running and catching the ball, but I think this year uh 
their running backs are a little bit more healthy. Obviously, starting the season, everybody's healthy. So I think the running might not be there as much. And then, again, same with George Kittle. The, just the quarterback, I, I need to see it before I believe it. So I think he might have uh, a little bit of a worse season than last year. My number six is Stefan Diggs. Um, I feel like based off the first year he had with Josh Allen, last year was a bit of a disappointment, even though we still had a, a massive season. I just feel like we were um, we were uh, basing it off of what he did last year, so about two years ago, so there wasn't as much talk about him. Um, but with a guy like Josh Allen, I think he is can have that season again, and he's just a consistent number one receiver, so he's top six. Well, you keep talking because I also had him at six. So, can't really add um, anything. To my it. number five is DeAndre Hopkins. I, I still think he's a top 10 talent, um, even though he could miss some time. I think he's missing some time with uh, suspension. But um, I still think he's a, he's a top five talent when he's healthy and on the field. Um, and yeah. I don't want to agree. I, I want to agree with Noah. Um, Hawkins is a top five talent, but missing six games kind of killed it for me. I don't even have him on my list. Um, at number five, are we at? He was your number five? Uh, yeah, he was my number five. Uh, I, no, have yeah, number five. I have Tyree Kill. Um, I think he, well, I don't think. I know he, he went down in, in quarterback talent. Um, but I think, I think, I mean, it's Tyreek Hill. He'll get it done. He's so quick. He'll, he'll get open. Um, I think Tua will be better this year than last year. Um, I mean, accuracy and, and is something you can practice and it seems like he has, it sounds like he has. Um, so I don't think he's going to be amazing or anything, but I think he'll be good enough to give Hill the looks he needs to be a top five talent. This is where people click off the video. My number four, I have Cooper Cup. Um, he is only at four because he's only done it for one season, and the guys ahead of him, maybe not one of the guys, but one of the two of the two of the guys ahead of him have done it for since they came into the league. Um, if he can do it again this year, he probably will move up on this list. Um, plus, one a couple of my guys might have a bit. Uh, shaky years depending on their quarterback play but cooper cup is my number four uh at number four i have said jamar chase um yes like noah said about cooper cup he's only done it once i get that um but the chemistry him and joe burrow have like he's we think he's done it once but he's actually done it like three years just once was in the nfl um him and joe burrow have been teammates for quite some time now they know each other's game plan they know how each other plays um and even though most people have only seen it once in the nfl they've also done it in college so i feel like uh, this is not a one-off and i think he will continue this production my number three uh is justin jefferson yeah baby yeah yeah i know you like that one uh <laughs> i think that he is sort of overlooked playing in uh, Minnesota. I feel like having a guy like if he had a guy better than Kirk Cousins, he would be even better than he already is. But that being said, he's probably one of the better best run after catch uh, 
goals. That's Connor Bedard scores um, to make it one up. Oh again. boy! Um, I feel like he's one of the better run after catch players um, in the league, and he's just a flashy player. And I like flashiness when it comes to receivers. Um, so Justin Jefferson is a top three receiver in my eyes. Justin Jefferson is definitely a top three. Um, in my eyes, even higher. At number three, I have Cooper Cup. Um, like Noah said, um, reason uh, I have him above Jamar Chase because his stats were a lot crazier. But unlike Jamar Chase, um, I do need to see it again. Like Noah said, he's a little bit older. Uh, Cup is. I mean, I think he's like six years older than Jamar Chase or seven. Um, and him and Matthew Stafford, unlike Chase and Burrow, have only been together for that one singular season. So if he can do it again, he, uh, I mean, I have him at three. It's not very disrespectful. You had him at four. So again, it's not like we're disrespecting him, but he could definitely be in that one two range if he does it again this season. My number two is new Miami Dolphins wide receiver Tyreek Hill. It's the speed that gets me, you know, and the fact that he can go up as he's like five foot six and catch any ball over any any cornerback that's taller than him. He's just a do it all receiver, and he's a guy that I would want to throw to, uh, especially except for the fact that I would probably underthrow him because he would overrun all my throws. So yeah, number two, Tyree. Uh, at number two, I have Devonte Adams. Um, I know, I know. Definitely a number one talent. Jefferson at one? You're damn right I do. Um, wow. Devontae oh, you, Adams you better, you better be able one. to back that up. Oh, I can. Be, I don't have to. He's going to back it up. Um, Devontae Adams, if he's on Green Bay, I think is at number one. Um, he got worse at quarterback. Uh, he went from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. He went from second best wide receiver being Al Lazard to second best wide receiver being um hunter renfro he went from third best wide receiver being marcus valdez scantling to now being Derek waller um there's just a lot more mouths to feed with a worse quarterback so obviously i have met two so i think he's still going to be fantastic uh but i think there might be a little bit of a drop off wow okay my number one Devonte adams um talent wise he's there he's he's he just checks off all the boxes. He's got wicked hands, got wicked route running, probably one of the best route runner in the NFL, um, not named Justin Jefferson because Justin Jefferson is a top two route runner. Um, I do agree that maybe his stats will go a bit down, but I, with a guy like Devontae Adams and the connection that him and Derek Carr have considered and they played college together, I, I think their connection might honestly already be better than it was with Aaron Rodgers, just the fact that Aaron Rodgers is more of a talented quarterback. So he could sort of lay it out more. Um, it'll definitely be interesting to see. I don't watch many Raiders games, but I kind of am interested to see how Devontae will look um, with Derek Carr passing to him and not Aaron Rodgers. All right, it's let's hear you back this up. Him in a, in a black uniform, that's for sure. Yep. Um, speaking of the NFC North, at one, I have Justin Jefferson. Kind of hurts because he's on a rival team. Kind of love it because he's on my fantasy team. Um, he's so young. He's put up unreal numbers, like numbers that only a, a few wide receivers in history have put up. He's only getting better. Thielen's only getting older. Uh, Cook's only getting older. Uh, Jefferson is super quick. We saw, um, 
his connection with uh, with Kirk grew instantly. And as he matures and as he gets older and as he gets smarter, that connection's only going to improve. Um, you see, you see players like uh, Cook get injured uh, the last couple years. Uh, Thielen, like I said, age getting hurt. He got hurt last year. These players are getting older, and that's my biggest thing. Jefferson is young. He's putting up numbers only few have put up, and his teammates are getting older, and that just helps him. He's going to be number one this year. Watch it. Um. Okay, before we end this podcast, it was just Sidney Crosby's birthday the other day, and I posted on our story where people would rank him. So I want to hear your rankings of top players of all time NHL edition. Oh, you're going to put me on the spot like that? I yeah. put him... What were the options? Um, I put him... I, I had top 10, top 5, or top 3. Yeah, I, I voted top 5. Um, I don't know what the vote ended up being. I will I give it. I will give you the um, the results right now. I'm. I don't want to get any more hate. We've put up. We've named forty players this podcast already, so I know there's going to be some hate here. So I'm done with being hated on. Um, I'm going to give five NHL players, not ranking them, so you guys can suck it. Um, in the top five. I put Sidney Crosby. I think he's a top five player of all time. Um, obviously, my opinion. If you don't, I think you're wrong. But hey, this is what sports are for. I ain't going to disagree with you. Uh, Wayne Gretzky's up there. Uh, Gordie Howe's up there. You got players like Bobby Orr. He's up there. Um, you got, I mean, even I'm going to throw some love at goalies. You got Martin Rudor. You got Patrick Waugh. He's, he's a top five player, in my opinion. Um, I'm not going to do a top five list. We can save that for another day. Um, but yeah, in my opinion, he's a top five hockey player. Did you vote? So I did vote. I also voted top five, even though I am a Pittsburgh fan. But before I give my top five, um, the results were as followed. Top 10 received 15% of the vote. Top five received 31% of the vote, and 54% wow. of the people that voted thought think Sidney Crosby is a top three player of all time. Wow. I mean, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, difference between top five and top three. I mean, like, it is what it is. You can't hate on it. He's, I mean, at the end of the day, is Sidney Crosby one of the best players to ever put on a pair of skates? Yes. So... So before I end it, I'll give you my top five in order. I'll give mine in order. Five, I'm not Mr. Hockey, Gordy Howe at number five. Number four, Sidney Crosby. Number three, Bobby Orr. Number two, uh, Mario Lemieux. Number one, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, that's yeah. Those are pretty similar players to what I would have for sure. I don't know um, if I would have Gordy Howe above below Sidney Crosby. Interesting. All right. Anyways, um, with that being said, I think we'll end it here. If you guys enjoyed, make sure you leave a like, subscribe, and we will see you next week. See ya.